Hello, everyone. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earle. This is episode 43, entitled Chaos and Control. No, it's not a flashback and all the Get Smart series featuring Don Adams as Maxwell Smart or Barbara Feldon as Agent 99, who I might add was one of my uh, young dream dates compared with Diana Riggs' Emma Peel. Nevertheless, we won't go there. That will get me in trouble. 52 years of marriage could be in jeopardy. Now, what about Get Smart Chaos? Well, if you remember, one of Maxwell Smart's greatest uh, lines was, Missed me by that much. Yes, that means it was close, but no cigar. I wish, I wish going forward, we could say, Missed me by that much. But it looks like Well, the crap is coming down the great slide into the outhouse of life, and we may be at the bottom of it when it finally dumps, but who knows? But given the fact that the U.S. government, in fact, global governments are spending beyond their means, are creating money, I'm putting that in quotes now if you can't see it, putting money in digital form, which means they're creating it out of nothing, which means that most money is a product of goods, services, and labor as a result of the value of those or of precious metals. Now they suddenly decide there needs to be no real value behind the creation of this, quote, wealth. That means that we're coming, well, let's put it this way. If you have a basis, solid, foundational economic structure underneath, and you're covering it with tissue paper, trying to disguise what really lies underneath, uh, that's where you have where we are today. That tissue paper is the digital creation of currency uh, worldwide. Now, I'm not an economist. I'm certainly not a monetarist. I don't know a lot about those types of things. Only what I read and, and I glean from others But it seems to me that any iota of common sense, any one's ability to comprehend and examine uh, what's going on, and you've got to have some sense of alarm ringing in the back of your mind, some sense of dis-ease in your gut and your soul telling you that this can't end well for most of us. Indeed, the history of humanity has been typically one of serfdom and kings. It has been most of us have been serfs, slaves, or minions, and there have been a select few who have been our our rulers. And in some societies, those rulers were the ones that who were the mightiest warriors, perhaps the best writers, uh, were better with the bow and a spear than anyone else, and by brute force they took power. In other societies, they controlled the wealth. They possessed the lands. They owned the vineyards. They had the huge uh, herds of cattle and so forth, and thus their wealth gave them a leg up on everyone else. In today's world, it's the people who are manipulating, who are 
pulling the strings, who are moving to decimal points, who are changing the way we go about living our daily lives and every little facet of it, trying to throw their fellow citizens of the globe into some level of chaos and uncertainty. And they seem to be the ones who appear to be heading towards the preeminence and the role of dominance that they so uh, jealously seek. I, uh, I've often said in my years in politics and the liberty movement that there would be no conspiracy theories if there were no such things as conspiracies. And thus I find myself drifting as I think about these things. Uh, for, for example, Snowden and Assange. Um, Edward Snowden, if you're a true unquestioning, hardcore patriot of the United States, you'd think Snowden was a vile uh, person who undermined the safety and security of the nation, when if you really look at what he did, he exposed the fact that our domestic agencies, intelligence agencies, were spying on the United States citizens. Now, again, we can take that two ways, and we can say, well, that's terrible that they have decided that each one of us, you, me, and all of our friends and neighbors, deserve that kind of scrutiny when they're constitutionally forbidden from doing so. On the other hand, if you're still that hardcore, unquestioning, quote, patriot, you might say, well, if, it weren't, if they weren't watching you and me, they wouldn't be able to detect the real terrorist, the one who's going to undermine our civil society and do harm and damage and, uh, and hurtful things to all of us. So therefore, they have to monitor everyone in order to find the few who are actually going to do harm. So I wonder, why were they zealously monitoring five crazy clown show militia people in Michigan while 19 foreign visitors, and I put visitors again in quotes, were arming themselves with cutters and taking over airplanes and flying them into the World Trade Center. Then again, you might add, well, maybe the conspiracy theorists are right about that particularly about Building 7 and how it collapsed without a major impact. I've tried reading the physics. I've tried understanding the science. And let me say this. I don't know. I don't know if the conspiracy theorists are right about what happened that dreadful day, 9-11-2001. But I suspect now that there are more questions that are unanswered and have been answered just because of the nature of what's been revealed in the past 20 years about the way our government and its bureaucracies and its agencies, particularly in the, quote, intelligence community, operate. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to believe in conspiracies. I don't want to undermine what's happening in my country, in my nation, in my community, and in the world. I don't want to believe that. 
But on the other hand, there's so darn many red flags flying around that it gives you, uh, I guess, whiplash trying to follow each other. It's like whack-a-mole with bombs. Taking it on to another conspiracy theory, we have the great pandemic, which we're now seemingly beginning to emerge from, although they keep warning us about all the variants are going to kill us all. And we've been warned or not warned or told or not told we have to continue wearing masks into uh, the end of eternity or not wear masks, depending on who's talking and when they're saying it and what new revelations have come out. But we hear that Dr. Fauci, the preeminent spokesman for the pandemic, and I'm, 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 I have that. I have direction intentional spokesman for the pandemic supposedly was involved at some level in the Wuhan lab lab, maybe not directly, maybe not even uh, full of awareness, but at least had some involvement through his agency with external secondary funding in the Wuhan lab. Um, and yet denied it vociferously. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say he didn't know. Let's say as the head of the NIH, his underlings were doing things they thought were right and smart and went ahead and did it without his approval or knowledge. But on the other hand, is it a conspiracy theory to think he knew and he's just been hiding it all this time? And maybe it wasn't instrumental or maybe it wasn't uh, material in the development of what happened over there. But yet he may have recognized that it would at the very least be embarrassing, perhaps even discrediting and would undermine his credibility. There are all kinds of motivations that drive people to become involved in cover ups and things of that nature. Some of them are rather benign and others are just downright deadly. So I guess the bottom line, what I'm drawing here in this off-the-wing stream of consciousness statement today is that we are surrounded by conspiracy theories. They abound everywhere we look. There's some kind of something going on we don't understand or don't quite know about yet we know enough to to understand that the numbers don't add up. And that's whether you use common math or common core math, the numbers just don't add up. And so we are left, those of us who think about it and look at such things, we are left asking questions that seem unanswerable, or at least people refuse to answer. And so we just keep on digging further and further down that hole, seeking to find the answers. Why now is the U.S. government, quote, admitting the existence of UFOs? So then the conspiracy theorists who long has said we've been visited by unidentified flying objects representing other life forms coming to Earth and scoping us out or maybe intervening in how we perform, Suddenly, the fact that our government, certain elements of it at least, 
have admitted, at least to some level, that those exist makes you think in a, in a conspiracist type of way that maybe they don't. Maybe they don't exist. Maybe they are our own creation by our own government, just ways of spying on us, other types of more sophisticated drones or whatever, that they're using that concept of alien life forms to divert us from what else is going on behind the curtain and behind the shadows. This kind of stuff can drive you absolutely crazy, could drive you nuts. But I think it, it boils down to the fact that where we sit today in this nation, and I would argue globally, for anybody who ponders it, who thinks about it, who contemplates it, is that governments, for the most part, are untrustworthy. And I, th- I always have said, always, ever since I've been involved in the political realm, is government has no heart, no mind, and no soul. So how can something so void of humanity be untrustworthy? Because that seems to be an element of personality. Well, the reason is that it has no moral compass either. And something, any entity that moves, that has moving parts, that has a life form of its own, whether real, created, or strictly imaginary, Anything that can move and have a life form of its own without a moral compass is bound at some point to cross the lines of morality, to cross the lines, the line between good and evil. And I'm really becoming quite discouraged about how things are sorting out in this country and globally right now. And maybe that's just economic uncertainty speaking, but I think it's more than that. The economy is merely a reflection of the society and the culture. If it's in balance and everything is working well, that means for the most part, for the most part, it's run benignly and carefully. But when it's out of balance and distorted and people are uncertain, that means something is out of kilter and it usually is malevolent or something of that nature. Well, that's enough of my, I guess, winging it for today. And I apologize to you with no hardcore stuff in here, but it's just things on my heart that I had to get off my mind and share with you. That's Living Liberty for today. I'm your host, Charlie O. Remember, try to live free, be free, and stay free.